Okay. So we are doing now Tuesday's portion of Zaysa Bracha. And Tuesday's portion is the only one of these blessings that is entirely dedicated to one tribe, to Joseph, to Yosef, which shows his specialness, that he has an entire section exclusively for this one tribe, Joseph. So, and of Joseph, he said, blessed by God is his land, with the delicacies of the heaven, with dew, and with the deep waters crouching below. So Rashi explains, and says, blessed by God is his land. Rashi says, there, uh, there was no tribe that has a land as full as good as the land of Joseph. With delicacy, delicacies meaning sweet, beautiful, delicious, special fruits, the special fruits of the land of Israel. With the deep waters crouching below. What this means is that the deep waters rises they rise and they moisten the land of Joseph from below, which is similar to what Jacob said in his blessings of Joseph. And Rashi here comments that in general we find that all of these blessings of Moses are very parallel to the blessings of Jacob, meaning at the end of the book of Genesis, one of the last things that happens before the passing of Jacob is his blessing each of his sons, the tribes. Now, in this last portion of all of the five books in Deuteronomy, Moses is blessing each of the tribes, and his blessings were very similar to the blessings of Jacob. Next verse, and with the delicacies of the sun's crops, and with the delicacies of the moon's yield. So the delicacies of the sun's crops is because his land was open to the sun. In other words, a portion of Joseph included many hillsides which were exposed to the sun, and that would sweeten the fruits. That's why they're called the crops of the sun, and that's why they're delicacies. The moon yield means they're fruits that the moon ripens, like cucumbers and pumpkins. And the earth drives them out and brings forth fruits from month to month. Next verse. And with the beginning of the early mountains and with the delicacies of the eternal hills. The Rashi explains what we mean by the early mountains, or she gives you two explanations. Either the portion of Joseph was blessed that the fruits of these mountains would ripen very early before the other crops were ready. Another explanation of the early mountains is that their creation preceded that of other mountains, which implies they're very important that God's providence is over them is especially intense. And that's why they were created first. It says also the delicacies of the eternal hills. Eternal hills means, according to Rashi, hills that produce fruits eternally meaning even when there's a shortage of rain, they don't stop producing these fruits. Next verse. And with the delicacies of the land and its fullness, and by the goodwill of him who rests in the thorn bush, they come to Joseph's head and to the crown of the head of the withdrawn one of his brothers. And by the goodwill of him who rests in the thorn bush is a reference to God. So in other words, what Moses is saying is that his land should be blessed as the goodwill and contentment of God was first revealed to Moses in the thorn bush. And goodwill means contentment towards something, being pleased with something. So may it come, may this blessing come to Joseph, who was withdrawn one of his brothers because he was separated from his brothers by being sold. Next verse. A firstborn, his ox, glory unto him, and the horns of the re'aim are his horns. With them he shall gore people together, the ends of the earth, 
They are the myriads of Ephraim, and they are the thousands of Menashe. So he's referred to as a firstborn. So firstborn could mean greatness or sovereignty. That could be the meaning of Khan Joseph here, the firstborn. Um, this term firstborn is referring to a, the king that's going to emerge from Joseph, which is Joshua. Joshua comes from the tribe of Joseph. So the rest of the verse, basically, Rashi looks at as relating to Joshua, who was probably one of the greatest of the descendants of Joseph. So Joshua here, Rashi says, is referred to as this ox because his strength was as strong as an ox to conquer many kings. The glory is to him because God gave him this glory as he, as we said, that Moses placed his glory on Joshua. And we're told that his, his strength is the strength of his ox, the horns are the horns of the Ra'im. So we have here a combination of the strength of an ox, because an ox is very strong, and the horn, but the horns of an ox are not very beautiful. So Joshua was blessed with the strength of the ox, but the horns of the Ra'im, because the Ra'im, which is a type of deer family, has very beautiful horns. So he has the beauty of the horns of the Ra'im and the strength of the ox. And with them he's told he's gored the peoples together to the ends of the earth, meaning all of the nations all over the world he's conquering now. What does this mean? So Rashi says it refers to the 31 kings that Joshua defeated in the land of Canaan. And then Rashi questions this. The land of Canaan is not big enough to have 31 countries. And if we're saying no, the land of Canaan was divided among 31 countries, then each king must be pretty weak. It's a big deal, and you don't need to be an ox to conquer them. So Rashi explains that the land of Israel was so important to everyone, to all the nations of the world, that every king had like a little plot, a little residence in Israel. Like each one had their embassy there, so to speak, their little territory. Now, obviously, if that's true, well, there must have been more than 31 kings over the entire world. So every king had some piece of Israel. Maybe he had a house, a palace, a, you know, houses in those days, you know, his, his plot, his territory. But 31 of them had enough area that they'd be considered a king of that land. So obviously their main kingdom, besides the seven nations of Canaan, the other uh, 24 kings, their main kingdom was elsewhere, but they had enough land in Israel to be considered a king there as well. And Joshua, of course, defeated all of them. So it says these are the myriads of Ephraim, these are the thousands of Manasseh from Joseph. Joseph had two sons, Ephraim and Manasseh, that his tribe was split between to be given us, so to speak, two tribes. So the myriads of Ephraim means these are the myriads that Joshua, who came from Ephraim, killed. Again, Joseph had his two sons. He probably could have had more sons, but the two first sons that were born before Jacob came to Egypt were Ephraim and Manasseh. And Jacob gave Joseph the special gift that his tribe would actually be two tribes, because one tribe would be Ephraim, one tribe would be Manasseh. If there was any other children there, they would all be either included in Ephraim or Manasseh's tribe. So Joshua comes from Ephraim, which is one of the sons of Joseph. So that's why we're referring to Joshua and this blessing of Joseph, but specifically from Ephraim. And that's why these myriads, myriads of tens of thousands, that Joshua, who came from Ephraim, killed. Then we also are saying, plus there's the thousands of Manasseh. Now that Rashi cannot refer to as under Joshua's, domain as versus the rest of this verse because Joshua is not from Manasseh. 
is from Ephraim. So who is this referring to? So Rashi says this refers to a very illustrious member of Menashe, whose name was Gidon, who was one of the judges of the Jewish people. He was from the tribe of Menashe, and he killed in Midian thousands and thousands and thousands of people. If you look in the verse, it says 120,000 swordsmen fell in this battle. So that's who we're referring to here as the thousand that the tribe of Menashe so these are all very, very special blessings because historically, even though we don't see this later in, in our history, but at this time, Joshua played obviously such a pivotal role in conquering the land and his ancestor, Joseph, whose blessings all these verses were, Joseph was the most pivotal character in a sense the most pivotal savior of the Jewish people in their initial entry to Egypt. And that's why in the blessings of Jacob, in parallel to that in the blessings of Moses, he's given such special predominance.